Hello, Surrender here. I use she, they pronouns. And you're listening to my podcast, Surrender to Poetry. Come for the poetry, stay for the substantial life stuff. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm a genderqueer femme witch whose magical medium is words, primarily in the form of poetry. I'm a Gemini sun, Pisces moon, and Virgo rising, if any of that matters to you. These episodes come out mm, weekly, every few days, whenever I can get around to it. If you subscribe, it will give me more motivation to do these more regularly. I really just want to share my word magic with you. Are you ready? Are you ready to surrender to poetry? Okay. Where where are my astrology nerds? Are you out there? Are you listening with me? It's okay if you're not. I will forgive you for this episode. I am a self-identified astrology nerd. I take it too seriously and not seriously enough. I'm a Gemini. I'm showing my balance of both sides holding contradictory truth right now. So we're in... Aries season. This is so Aries for folks. I, I'm not going to talk high level astrology here. One, because I'm not an astrologer and I'm not going to pretend to know things that I don't. I'm just a human that is very, just gets very excited, like has a strong desire to learn about where the stars were when I was born. What does that mean? Um, I mean, I'm I'm also queer. This is just like it's kind of a rite of passage, like passage. I think a little bit for um, being being a queerdo like me, queer witch. So I'm gonna stop interrupting myself here and get back to it's Aries season. So Aries is a fire sign, and each of the each of the signs of the zodiac they get assigned to certain elements. So fire, air, water, earth, and fire. Oof, I don't have a lot of that in my chart. (laughs) I just don't. And so sometimes when a fire season, which usually lasts about a month, um, not to be, oof, not to be confused with the devastating um, wild fire seasons that we experience um, this is an astrological fire season where things, it just kind of, it catches me off guard personally. There's a lot of uh, passion and fiery drive and I am, I am this, I am this human who, oof, I got so much water in my chart. I am just like, I float along a lot of the time, right? Like I can feel myself as I'm talking about this, I my nervous system regulates a little bit more. I kind of come back down to floating in the waters. I'm also up in my head a lot. And so that's my Gemini, my air sign 
ruling thoughts and words and brain space. And so when there's things that are a little bit outside of those realms, I'm kind of, the fire can be unsettling for me. Um, And also what I've noticed is that I need fire in my life because it's, it's not, there's not always a lot of it in me. And so I seek out uh, humans and experiences that are fire, fiery, charged, electric. I have so many friends and loves and past loves and past friends who are fire, sun, sun signs. So sun signs being kind of what we present to the world, how we walk through the world. I, I have known and loved a couple different Aries. That's the season we're in right now. The, the, the ram, the fire. This is, I feel the most fiery emotion from these individuals. And I love them for this. And also I am a little terrified um, sometimes of all that fiery emotion especially when it comes up in me, you know, I think sometimes people are there to reflect pieces of ourselves that we are not necessarily able to access or see. And so I think some people come into our lives to do that. Fire. Ooh, (laughs) I can feel it. I... I can feel the energy of this season kind of sweeping, sweeping through me. So I'm currently, like right now, part of this group coaching experience called The Roots. Mm, The Roots. That's actually a part of my chart. I didn't talk about Earth. My rising sign is Virgo, which is an Earth sign. Uh, Really, I think this is why people often get that very grounded and calm energy feeling and the feeling when they're around me because I do have this very grounded, connected piece of me. And there's earth in other parts of my chart as well, but I'm not going to dive deep. <laughs> not going to dive deep there today. So the roots is this group coaching experience led by Dr. Savannah. I'll drop a link in the description of this podcast if y'all are interested in signing up for the summer. So what is this experience? Why did I just bring this up? We are t- we're talking a lot about nervous system states right now. We're exploring. Yeah, we're talking about it up here in the brain. And then we're also exploring how emotions move through our bodies. Um, how... Oftentimes, unconsciously, this happens, right? Like we're 
just sitting here in the middle of conversation about dishes, doing the dishes or something. And then all of a sudden, I'm like ready to scream and wanting to run out the door. And why? Why is that? Why do our bodies do that? (laughs) Fire. Fire. It's, It's this fight fight or flight response to these different stages, very normal stages that our our nervous system goes through. You know, what I what I know and what I'm learning is that our bodies are wire, wired for survival. Our bodies are really smart. And over time centuries, millennia, like this is back to our roots. We, our bodies have learned how to survive and they've stored that knowledge and we've passed it on generation to generation to generation. And I think sometimes our bodies are too smart, right? Like we perceive a threat that is based in part on this reality. Um, And also, I think more often than not, based in the past or future tripping. And so our body responds. And when I think of fire, I think a lot about my own personal fight response. We... We did this exercise where we did the ABCs of our nervous system. And we took each of our, each of the nervous system states. So the rest or the ventral vagal state, the fight, flight, uh, sometimes fawn is included in here, where we, we are mobilizing. And this the, the freeze state or sometimes shut down state, the dorsal, dorsal vagal state. Um, I'm not expecting people to remember these things. I'm just sharing things I know. Uh, and so in the fight response, I had words such as destructive. rage angry I had all of these words that when I think about fire those are often the first things I talk about or think about and also I wrote determined. I wrote questions. Talkative. I wrote these things that are also true of fire, also true. of the fight response. 
I was speaking to a soul sister friend oh, probably a few weeks ago now. And she talked to me about wildfires, how, oh, how destructive they are. Ah, ah, right? And also, here's my Gemini. And also she talked about how new growth emerges after the destruction. And I think that's an important thing to sit with for a minute. Do you know, can you identify where in your life there is wildfire? Where there is new growth? Both? Neither? Uh, I can feel the poem coming up here. I don't really plan what I'm going to say here for these podcasts. And so this feels like a good um, segue to this poem I wrote called Fire Season. (laughs) I wrote it in August of 2020 in the form of an Instagram post originally. This was during one of the most destructive fire seasons the west coast of the states has experienced. It was, you know, what, maybe six months into the pandemic. For me personally, I was so far into an undiagnosed chronic illness and really trying to find all of the tools possible internally and externally to to cope with all that was happening in the world at that time and so this poem was born in the form of an instagram post as my poems often are and i went back and edited it in january of 2022 not much changed Not much changed there. And still pretty similar. So here I give to you my poem, Fire Season. Last weekend, this body bled on dry dirt near the sea. This particular dirt is mostly water, mixed with air rising to earth. When fire alarms, abrupt activation, body freezes. Ah, the irony. Brain fog, burn off, blood tastes like metal, smoke tastes like chalk. This body dances like sidewalk chalk. This body melts like aluminum. Our bodies, the earth, can only hold so much. (music) 
Mm. Letting that one sit. Letting that one sit in my body for a minute. When I said that, I noticed my shoulders drop just a little bit. When I said sit in my body, I realized as I was reading it, my shoulders were up kind of around my ears. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Does that ever happen to you where you notice your shoulders have just been up around your ears most of the day? I'm holding them there. I'm holding them there. I'm holding them there right now. Squeezing, 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 and releasing. That's actually another regulation technique that I've learned over the years. Yearned, (laughs) probably have yearned for too. (laughs) As I read through this poem, I noticed some elements of what I was talking about earlier. I talked about my, I incorporated my zodiac signs. This particular dirt is mostly water mixed with air rising to earth. Ah, I talked about nervous system response. When fire alarms, abrupt activation, body freezes. Ah, the irony. And then the regulation. This body dances like sidewalk chalk. This body melts like aluminum. <laughs> and this this next part of the poem, I didn't realize the significance of until just recently I was writing a note to my dear patrons, all 14 of them, I love them so. (laughs) And as I was writing this note and sharing the entirety of this poem with them, they all have a copy. You can too if you join my Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash surrendered. Um, So in this post, I noticed lines that read brain fog burn off blood tastes like metal smoke tastes like chalk and this piece in particular speaks about my own journey as a chronically healing individual One that has been undiagnosed for most of my life. Until recently, the brain fog. Ooh, brain fog. That's a huge part of mold illness. Mm. It's, you know, doing a podcast is actually uh, very important for my health right now because words are sometimes really hard for me to find that some of what the mold has taken from me is auditory auditory like memory recall recalling what words I want to say I can write them on paper which is why poetry is still coming out um, 
but my my brain has atrophied in a couple different places and that is impacting memory recall balance coordination dizziness there's there's a sort of fire sweeping through this body that has swept through this body and the brain fog is part of it blood tastes like metal blood mold definitely impacts blood gets all the way deep down in there into those cells my ferritin levels have been low for years now i am constantly craving iron and things that bleed and never quite getting enough nutrients and tastes like metal i often would have a metallic and do still have metallic taste in my mouth and only recently did I realize that that's a symptom of mold illness. Um, I, I kind of, I want to both be delicate with talking about mold illness and also very real with you when talking about it. I, I want to provide resources for people who might be dealing with mold illness or who think they might be. Mm. One that I can think of right now is survivingmold.com. It's a website that is, I, I mean, quite honestly, pretty wordy and there's a lot, there's a lot there and it can be overwhelming. But it's also helpful. Mm. I'm just seeking out naturopaths and people that will listen and take you seriously. If you are someone who is dealing with mold illness right now and you've you've found my podcast somehow, I just want you to know I see you. You are not alone. This journey has been so isolating for me personally. And when I talk to other people who are going through the same thing, who are going through, I mean, let's just be real, chronic illness in general is isolating. Our world is not set up to sustain and allow people like us to survive and thrive. And so a lot of us have to kind of figure it out on our own. Um, And I just want to say I'm here with you, figuring it out. So these are some things that came from (laughs) this reading of fire season right now. You know, I think that's, that's something that I love about poetry and really any sort of art form, creative outlet whether it's a picture, like a photograph, or a painting, or a song. It, it captures this single moment in time, or maybe a series of moments in time, but it's captured in this way. And then when it goes out into the world, it just changes shape, it takes form. It takes form in the person that's reading it or receiving it or looking at it or hearing it or feeling it. And 
you know, it changes shape even for the person that created it, like this, this poem I'm reading here. Um, and that's, that's my hope. I think that's often my hope with sharing my word magic with you. I'm a word witch. <laughs> There's medicine here. There's been medicine in this entire podcast. And I hope that, um, I hope that you're able to receive it. And if you're not, that's okay too. Okay, friends, until next time. <laughs> until next time. I always want to end things and then remember that. <laughs> I want to also encourage you to help sustain this wildfire by subscribing to this podcast. There's options for, you can pay 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, $9.99 a month. The more this happens, the more I will be able to deliver this word magic to you. My cat is coming to say hello. <laughs> another way to support me. Oh, another way to support me is on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash surrendert. That's where, that's where I just give it all. I give weekly poetry readings. I give copies of my poems, including a copy of Fire Season that I read here and um, that's what this is what's helping sustain me right now as I continue to chronically heal with this beautiful cat here <laughs> okay friends I will talk to you next time <laughs>